Welcome to the family with you people, Tevin Pittman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also people, Catherine Brand. And Andy Rampernard. We'll be right. Oh, my God. I just saw the guest list for the week. You got Kostaki coming up today. You got Lammers and Burt tomorrow. On Wednesday, George Romero's going to be on. Ooh. One of the greatest Halloween movie makers of all time. Be missing time. that. Oh, that's right. You won't be here. Nope. Then you got Doug Sprinthal. Who's that? Never heard of him. Thank you very much. Great to be here. In any case, we'll be right back. Kick things off. Kostaki will join us in about 15 minutes. The news is next with the family. Tommy, how long have you been at KQ? 36 years now. Wow, that's loyalty. Well, if I'm completely honest, it isn't the company that I'm loyal to. It's the listeners. I figured out a long time ago they're the only reason I have a job. Why are you asking? Well, we had another great month at Coon Rapids Nissan and Burnsville Nissan. In fact, Burnsville continues to be the number one Nissan store in Minnesota. The loyalty part. Get to the loyalty part. Oh, yeah. This month, if you buy or lease a new Rogue or a Pathfinder from us, we'll give you an extra 500 off as long as you own or are leasing a Nissan. That is cool. Do they have to trade it? Nope. It's just a reward for being loyal. By the way, the new Pathfinder is fantastic. It's got a nine-speed transmission, and JLo says it'll practically pull the building. We also cut a deal with our good buddy Charlie Swenson, who's running a Nissan store in Chicago. He gave us some extra rogues. Because Charlie's such a nice guy. Well, Paul might have threatened him. Sounds like Paul. For details, go to Walzer Nissan or Coon Rapids Nissan and claim your loyalty gift. Tommy, give him some Elvis loyalty. Thank you. Thank you very much. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my question is you have to understand who has the best your best interest in mind correct well you want to know what your rights are you know whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not that's a choice it's a free consultation and you want to understand what your all your rights are and what coverages you have and plus the fact i hang out with you so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if i'm hanging out with you <laughs> uh, maybe <laughs> uh, okay ladies and gentlemen michael bryant bradshaw and bryant What the hell is this now? What? Oh God, Tom's looking at his computer. Holy God, help us all. You can't can't even look at the news anymore. (laughs) Please help us. Okay, Virginia. Okay, he went to Virginia to... to, Who went to Virginia? uh, Barack Obama. Oh, okay. Went to Virginia to puke up a... (laughs) I was like, what? Puke up a storm for Terry, uh, what's his face? One of the biggest pricks I've ever talked to. McGruff? What's his name, McGruff? Is it Terry McGruff? No. McAuliffe or whatever it is. Uh, uh, does it have Terry McAuliffe? Yeah, there you go. McAuliffe. He. Oh, I told you what he said to me the first time I ever talked to him. No. He goes, oh, if it isn't Minnesota's answer to Rush Limbaugh, like, oh, really, there, Terry? How'd you like you to say, be? Bite me, Terry. How'd you like Minnesota's answer to me punching you in the head, <laughs> pig? God, what a jerk! <clears throat> but in any case, 
Uh, former President Barack Obama condemned a Virginia Republican gubernatorial candidate Glenn Youngkin for focusing on hot-button education issues during the campaign, dismissing those issues as unserious and fake outrage. Virginia parents and parent advocates shot back at Obama's remarks, calling him tone-deaf and clueless. We'll have time to be wasting on these phony, trumped-up culture wars as fake outrage that right-wing media peddles to juice their ratings. That's Obama's. a rather ironic statement. Yeah, a rather ironic statement from a, a far-righty, or a far-lefty, excuse me. Obama said, well, campaign. Look, and again, I'm not right or left. I'm stuck in the middle watching all you pukes. I'm sick of it. <laughs> Well, it's true. It's like, my oh, God. Oh, I know. It is. It's just like watching kids in a sandbox. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and like, as like if I'm Barack Obama, like, I would just go float off into the distance. I and know. I don't need to insert no, I'm, I'm, I'm sure like, they pay him a ton of money to come out oh, of God, yeah, yeah. his compounds. Millions. Right. But like, I'm not. I'm not leaving Hawaii for less run, than a couple no, of mil. I had to run the country for eight years. Like, I'm. Yeah. Uh, you guys have heard me talk enough. You yeah. guys can figure this out now. I agree. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, this is what he said that pissed everybody off in Virginia. Instead of stoking anger aimed at school boards and administrators who are just trying to keep our kids safe. What? Safe Trying to keep what? our kids safe from what? From parents well, yeah, <laughs> having yeah. opinions. We should be making it easier for teachers and schools to give our kids the world-class education they deserve and to do so safely while they're in the classroom. Parents did not take kindly to Obama's words. That is the most tone-deaf statement I've ever heard, Brandon Michonne, frustrated father of three in Loudoun County, Virginia. Told oh, Fox News on Sunday. Loudoun County. That's the one where the... That's the crappy one. Yeah, yeah. that's The transgender... The fake transgender kid yeah. raped oh, the, that girl. God, yes, it is. And they didn't do that's anything right. to help the girl, I guess. That's what I understand. Yeah. I, I can see why people would be PO'd. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Uh, Michonne referenced allegations that Loudoun County Superintendent Scott Ziegler and the school board covered up the report that a male student in a skirt allegedly assaulted a female student in a girl's bathroom while the board was considering a controversial transgender rule. So they covered that up? Yes. Yes, they did. I can't believe that they you would cover up the rape of a child. Not the first time it's happened. Yeah, well, that's like that, what was it, back in like 2011, 2010, the football team that in, um, was it Ohio somewhere that like raped a girl and like the whole city tried to cover it up? She, oh, that's right, because they, they wanted the, to go to they wanted state to, like, win or a, something? Yeah, state championship, and then they all ended up getting arrested, and they had a video on it and all, yeah. 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 People I don't know. Are, People have lost their minds. They re- why? No, look. How old are you now? Like 75, 80? 29. 29. That was close. Very, very He's close. got a ways to we're go getting, before. We're getting up there. <laughs> we're, we're getting up there. Yeah, over the hill soon. <laughs> what do you think about... I asked this question on the morning show this morning. Are we getting worse by the day? Because it seems to me everybody's unhappy. Everybody's angry. Everybody's just... Pissing well, and moaning about everything. How does a school district think that with social media today that they're going to cover up something like that? I know. And I then agree. when you deny it and lie about it, it just makes it worse and worse and worse. Right. They have the national media covering for them, though. Well, but do. it's still going to come well, out with social media, it matter. no matter Half what the side. The country is being told that it never happened, and even if it did happen, it's a good thing, and they just listen and believe. No. <sighs> 
Whatever the media tells them, that's what they believe. Yeah, and I, and like, because I feel like back in the day was always like, well, if people find out this happened here, we're going to have a bad reputation as a school. But nowadays, I feel like it's if you if the school goes, oh no, we're taking action to make sure this doesn't happen again, they'll just get praised and I looked at more. Positive. Agree with you. you I've never understood that. Let's cover up for bad doctors and mm-hmm. bad lawyers. It'll make our industry look bad. No, a bad it's like, if you're getting, getting rid of bad doctors, yeah. that's a yeah. good thing for your industry. Nope, they don't. Yep. Yeah, that's, uh, well, that new documentary, the one about Dr. Death, the guy who, he was basically, I don't know if he was. Jeffrey, what's his name? Yeah, something. Um, What was his name? I don't know if he was intentionally performing bad surgery or if he was just, you know, brain damaged or something, but he he performed like a dozen, he mutilated people's spines and all the hospitals did was just shuffle them over to another hospital. Like, we're not going to deal with this. I don't care. And yeah, well, there was like the nurse that, like, on her shifts, like, deaths in the hospital, like, went up exponentially because she was, yeah, like, known as, like, the nurse or angel of death or something yep. in her hospital type Jesus. of stuff. Yeah, so it's, you hear about that yeah. all the time. No one does anything about anything. Why? They don't want it to be their problem. That, like I said, it doesn't make any sense. No, no. it makes no sense whatsoever. But what does? It must be really hard to get rid of a doctor. It's extremely hard. So it's to get like rid it's of really a hard to get rid of a lawyer, apparently. Yep, exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I have a question. I've always admired Condoleezza Rice, right? Mm-hmm. She's pretty straight she ahead. Like a, yeah, she feels like a stand-up person. A stand-up person, right? F- uh, former MSNBC host ripped Condoleezza Rice, called her a soldier for white supremacy. Oh, my God. Uh, in a scathing op-ed Friday over criticism of cra- uh, critical race theory. See, it's okay. Condoleezza Rice is highly... Uh, Educated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's a very clear thinking, very smart person. She's done it all. I mean, she's even a member of Augusta. What yeah. the hell's that all right. about? So, can you even get to be a member of Augusta? No. <laughs> so she can golf. Right. So apparently. she can, yeah, apparently she's, she's a good probably golfer. a good golfer. But here's what I like about this this is a big story in the news this morning. So, this person, the former MSNBC host, rips Condoleezza Rice, called her a soldier for white supremacy. The very famous. Ture Neblet. Who the hell is Ture Neblet? Oh, I didn't, didn't realize know. this was Star Wars Galactic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I didn't realize we we're in deep space. Neblet. Hmm. Yeah, Ture. T O U R E. Oh, yeah, here we go. So, how old is Ture Neblet? About he's 90. 50. Oh, he's. Black guy? he's yeah. He's black yep. guy. See, that's, that's always like the go to like insult. From like a black person to another black white person, like, yeah. like oh yeah, they're working white for the yep. man, white supremacist. <laughs> this, that, that How is that not systemic racism? When, yeah, when a black is. person is uh, is conservative, how they're just absolutely ripped to shreds, and that's okay. Why isn't yeah. that systemic racism? Because I don't make the rules, Catherine. I don't I'm know. Just, I'm no, just throwing know. it out there. It, 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 I mean, it all falls under. Because if he was a white guy and said that, then this would be like a whole like a horrible ordeal. Like yeah. this would be a way bigger oh yeah oh god so i don't i don't i don't understand how they can't when they're saying these words they're not oh wait a minute maybe i'm you know and yeah and being systemically racist and yeah let's not just throw out the most outrageous statement Mm -hmm. to condoleezza rice just to try and knock her down a couple pegs like just calm down and have a real conversation with somebody yeah and again it's a situation where condoleezza rice is a very very smart person she was the very first Black woman to serve as Secretary of State of the United States of America. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, you'd think that that would be something to be and proud of. Quite the achievement. Point, it was rumored like she could possibly be like, oh, our first black and female I president. I would have voted for her. Yeah, absolutely. 
Well, she was... Because she's, she's, like, sensible. She's got mm-hmm. common sense as well as being smart. I don't know. Did she, like, retire or what? Or did she just not want to be president? I don't know what her deal is. I don't even know how old she is. She didn't want to be president. Uh, They asked her to run for president. She said no. Which is probably the sign of somebody that probably would make a good president. Yeah. Yeah. So in other words, she's super, super smart. (laughs) (laughs) Smart enough to to not want that. I can either be president or I can play golf every day at Augusta. Yeah, what would you (laughs) do? See you later. See, she is very smart. Oh, this guy goes on and on. Condoleezza Rice's recent appearance on The View was offensive and disgusting for many reasons, but she was who we thought she was, a soldier for white supremacy. Her thoughts on critical race theory are completely white-centric, as in they revolve around the thoughts and needs of white people. That's not what she said at all. Boy, old Toure hates honkies, doesn't he? (laughs) Yeah, I think he might. God, you might be a racist there, uh, Toure Neblet. Can black people be racist now? Because when I was a kid, they couldn't. Well, I was told that I couldn't be racist, and I was like, well, that seems racist to me. (laughs) (laughs) Be, I'll be whatever racist. I want to be. You don't, don't tell me what I can't tell me if I can be racist or not. Well, yeah, I'll I prove just, you wrong. I don't understand because somebody disagrees with your viewpoint. Not you trash them and try to ruin their lives. I don't have my cell phone in front of me, so I can't say I exactly what she said. But what she did say was the critical race theory harms both white children and black children. Which it does. It's not good for either one of them. First of so all, so why is this something that we need? Because it's some way for people to make money. That's exactly what it's all. It's about making money. That's what it is. Like BLM was all about making money. That woman, what'd she walk away with? Like twelve million dollars or something? No, it was something just outrageous. Well, like, like four houses that are worth. Ten million or something. Twelve million, to be honest, for a movement that is that mm-hmm. popular and so many people gave to. I'm surprised well, it's not way more yeah. than that. Well, also, like I feel like there's not really like a head of like it feels like more of a hashtag movement where it's not like there's no president of Black Lives Matter, for example. That like. Well, there are chapters like yeah. all over but the it's place. Not, yeah. Patrice, Patrice Cullors was the president, but she stepped right. away because she lied to everybody in sight. Right, but I feel like most people <clears throat> don't know that it's like an actual like organization. No, yeah. that's probably true. Like, yeah. There's like oh, we just yell it and put the signs in our yards and keep it pushing. Right. I don't know. I just I'm reading all this stuff in here. Uh, this 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 Torre Neblet says that white people should feel guilty. Last week on this show, Jeff Foxworthy called in. He was talking about this whole thing and blah, blah, blah. And because Andy is white, he, uh, as you know, even Catherine and I taught our children don't be hating anybody. They'd have been around people their whole lives, of every type of person, all the rest of it. Why should he feel guilty, according to Terrain Neblett, that Andy should feel guilty because he's white? Why? Now, Jeff Foxworthy said this. Mm-hmm. He said, so does that mean... If I had a little baby and that baby was born with one arm for the rest of their lives, it'd be, God, how stupid are you being born without both arms? Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Seriously. It's the same argument. Devin, I've known you how many years now? Oof, a lot, like nine coming up on, yeah, something like that. That long? Yeah. God, my life is, no wonder my life eight, is yeah, like eight, nine, eight years or something like that. Yeah. yeah, it's been a while. It's been all downhill since the 
I walked into KQ. <laughs> it's been all bad ever since then. Well, when you walked in that day and you said, you know, you people. Yeah. And I said, no, wait a minute. <laughs> he meant radio people. Yeah, yeah he meant radio Lammers, people. Lammers opens the door and he's like, hey, they're talking crap about you in there. You better get on air. <laughs> yeah, you better defend yourself. All right. I just, do, do people really think no matter what your skin color is, that you're going to take all the time in the world, unless you're a moron, of course. Morons would do it. But you're going to take all the, It takes way too much work to be a racist and spend all your time thinking about that. Don't you think? You would think so, but there's like a lot of people that don't have anything better to do with well, their life. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, for the most part, it's like... I remember when it was uh, when like the gay rights and marriage was getting voted on. People were like I don't want to see him holding hands and like all this that and the other thing. I was like, think of how many people you walk by in the street and you have no idea what their orientation right, is, what their beliefs right. are, and like your day is just fine. So for you to sit and waste your time hating somebody for something that you I really agree. could know nothing about when you're walking past them in the street, like you have nothing better to do. I just don't understand why people care. Well, no, the, it has nothing to do with them. But the thing is, is that if you've got like a serious like. KKK member. Well, yeah, that's, yeah. that's like a mental disorder. That, but I mean, all the screaming and yelling and carrying on and talking and teaching and it, nothing's going to make any difference to those oh, people. No. No. no, it's not. No, they're never going to. They're never going to change their opinion no. unless they see people acting maybe in a good way or a nice manner or. You know, like being around people just will change your mind, I think, more than someone screaming in your face. Right. Right. Oh, yeah. The both extremes of like just screaming at each other. Like yeah. whether you, when you saw like groups of protesters like across like the road from each other screaming at each other, like that, nothing, that doesn't help. It just reinforces anything. the other right. side. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. I just, I don't understand why they want to think that, that anybody white people whomever sits around and goes oh i spend all my time hating people who don't look like me why would you even want to do that i don't get it well and like i said those people if they're around you're not going to change their mind anyway no. and, but it's better to know who they are right <laughs> so you can stay away from them i agree <laughs> yeah. you know not support their businesses or whatever i i do i do believe in that but well i had a couple of friends i went to school with when i was a kid African-American kids, their, their parents you. would not let me in their house because I was white. Did I think oh, they were horrible people? I went, hey, you know, it's their house. I don't give a rat's ass. You don't want me coming in there, then I won't come in there. I never really considered it to be a race issue. I suppose it was a race issue, but I was a little boy. I didn't know. So I'm like, oh, yeah. your mom and dad don't want me in your house? Okay, I understand. Right. That, yeah, like that's, I was talking to somebody because I had an afro when I was in middle school. Oh, of course and, you did. Uh, it, was, it was awesome. It was glorious. It was awesome. It was and an awesome He didn't park a comb in it, did you? Uh, what? I did. I put a comb <laughs> in it. I, I was a drummer, and uh, so I'd always carry extra uh, drumsticks in my fro. And one day we realized that I could hide God. 27 mechanical pencils and oh. pens in my hair without them being seen. Yeah, it was a slow day in band yeah apparently <laughs> but no when i was in middle school my the principal at the time made me cut my hair because it was a distraction to the learning process because, oh my like, god your hair because well, well were first you they shaking me, your hair around and mechanical pencils well, were flying oh, no, not, no, 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 not that because like, they made me sit in the back because nobody could like see around uh, my hair oh, oh how like, big that. was like, that fro? It, was, it was huge Man, like, well, yeah okay. yeah um and then yeah and then eventually they were like yeah you just have to cut your hair and like at the time i was like i didn't think anything of it but i was like if it would have happened like today's society, I was like, I could sort of go yeah. cause a me whole, yeah, yeah. Go millionaire, yeah. 
Yeah. And speaking of afros, Kostaki Economopolis. <laughs> that's a Greek fro is yeah, what that it's is. Different. It's a Greek fro. You can't fro. put mechanical pencils in there. I bet you could. Probably could. I don't know. Have you ever tried? Kostaki. Yeah. <laughs> I got, I got, I got a little bit of a thick hair situation. Sure, yeah, yeah right. I, we, Tevin just came up with a new slogan. We'll take the whites and the blacks, but we don't want the Greeks. Mm-hmm. There's a new <laughs> my just sticker it. on my car. It's not very catchy. <laughs> you know, if you yeah. think about it, there are no insulting terms specifically for Greeks. Let's work on that. <laughs> we got to make one. Well, you guys gave us the delicious yogurt, so we just put you in the clear. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah everything from... That's so funny. That's what took off. Of all the Greek things, that's not even in my top 50. <laughs> oh, I agree. No. Go lemono and a little pastizio work for me. That's right. Yeah. <clears throat> that's way better than Greek yogurt. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Greek yogurt, I just don't like it. I don't, I don't know. like yogurt. Oh, it's yogurt's okay. I had some today. I don't like it. It's terrible. Oh, I yeah, do. there you go. Greek yogurt. I like pretty much everything else from Greece, but not the yogurt. That's right. Yeah, me too. The cheeses. Oh, awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Yeah. What is that? Tzatziki? Is that Greek? Yep. Tzatziki, tzatziki. tzatziki. yeah. Tzatziki. yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. That's good. What's that uh, pastry with the honey and the phyllo dough? Baklava. 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 So yeah. good. Mm-hmm. That's good stuff. See, that's way better than Greek. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some baklava Just any day. Power ranking of things better than Greek. Yeah. You know what's going to happen now? We're going to get, we're gonna get uh, on the front page of Star Tribune. The four hosts on the Tom Bernard podcast go after Greek people in a vicious <laughs> That's manner. right. Here it comes. I can see it coming now. Kostaki started That's it. Right. Kostaki Euros, started it. Euros are better than Greek yogurt. Yeah. The Olympics, democracy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. The alphabet, that's better than Greek yogurt. That's, that's true. true. That is true. That's very, very true. There you go. That'll be the Greek slur, yogurt runer. <laughs> it's not bad. I'll take it on the list of choices. It doesn't no, sound too bad to the ear, I suppose. Yeah, that's you know, right. You know what we should do, Andy, is take our break here and then come back with a longer segment, don't you think? We can do that. The timing feels just about... While we're in this break, I want you to do me a favor, Kostaki, Okay. Write some jokes. I'm looking. <laughs> yes. Could you draw, be, try to be funny? It would be great. If, <laughs> no, I, I'm looking at his picture right now. I want you to work on having the extremely toothy grin of CNN's Brian Stelter. Oh, God. He yeah. has the oh, toothiest grin Very I've weird. ever seen. What a weird smile. It looks is. like the Joker from Batman the Animated Series. Yeah. It does. He definitely looks super creepy. He's really weird looking. <laughs> he gets beat by the Golden Girls. Well, I'm looking him up now. Who doesn't? Okay, we'll take a break. When we come back, we're going to get your take on Brian Stelter from CNN. you got to get one where he's smiling, though. Mm -hmm. It's a big difference. We'll be right back. Tom here for Shift Real Estate. Last year, about this time when we were making plans for Key West, I met the folks from Shift Real Estate. And when I heard the Shift story, it made sense to me. It made sense to my kids, and it makes sense to pretty much everybody that's heard about them. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees. How do they do it? Shift lists for a flat fee of $5,000. You work with a full-time salaried agent. They take professional photos and videos of your home, list it on the MLS, and market your home online, all for a $5,000 flat fee. Call Shift Real Estate and tell them about your home. Tell them that you heard me talking about it, and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more when you list with Shift. It's the common sense way to sell your home. Visit Shift2Sell.com. That's Shift, the number two, Sell.com. Because life is expensive enough. 
Hey, it's Tom, and thanks to Profile, I've lost over 100 pounds. Yeah, that's right, over 100 pounds. I've been talking about Profile, and I'm telling you, I feel fantastic. Profile helped me, and they can help you too. So now that I've lost that weight, it's time to maintain and keep the weight off. You've heard me talk about Danette, who helped me lose the weight. She's now guiding me to maintain keeping the weight off. She's been incredible And I can't thank her enough. She is great. You should really reach out today. Profile will set you up with a free, no-obligation consultation. No reason to wait any longer. Like I said, it's an absolutely free consultation. Check them out at ProfilePlan.com forward slash Twin Cities. And if you use the promo code Tom Barnard, you will save $100 on your Profile membership. Reach out today. You'll be glad you did. Check out ProfilePlan.com forward slash Twin Cities. That's ProfilePlan.com forward slash Twin Cities. ProfilePlan.com forward slash Twin Cities. I just saw this great picture pop up on my screen. There are three guys standing at some NASCAR race or whatever it is, some kind of race. I don't know what. It's a car race. Some car event. Some car event. And Shaquille O'Neal is standing there with two other guys. And he's only about three or four inches taller than the two other guys. Oh. I look down. They're both standing on a podium. Oh. <laughs> it was like, I was whoa. Say, it's hard to find people that tall. And by the way, they're standing on the podium. Like the first, second, third place yeah. type podium? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the great thing about it is. And he's still taller. He's standing, and he's still taller than both of them. It was hilarious. He's what, like 7'1", 7'2", seven one, seven one. something wow. like that? Yeah, he is. Is he that tall? I really like yeah, him. He's a lot. Like, yeah, he's like one, like 300 pounds. Like, flying's got to be a bitch. Day, yeah, like, seven one, yep. Seven foot one. Even in a private plane, flying's still a oh, bitch. Oh, God, I can't <laughs> even <laughs> imagine trying <laughs> to fly. I, I don't know if I can turn this around and show this to you, but they got off the podium. For the listening <laughs> audience, Tom is struggling no, no, to I'm lift up struggling. his. No, 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 struggling. <laughs> No struggle. <laughs> He's got to bring the right picture up. And now he's okay, completely here's confused. Okay, Shaquille O'Neal with the two guys. Oh my <laughs> yeah. God! Oh, yeah. He's just—he's a giant. Who's the uh, the he gymnast? A giant. Was it like Gabby Douglas that. or something oh, like that? Where Simone oh, yeah, Biles, yeah, yeah. I think. Where yeah. they have she has a picture next to him, and she's like up to his kneecaps. <laughs> oh yeah, well, she's got to be like four she's foot something. She's minuscule, yeah. yeah. I love Shaquille O'Neal. I really do like it. Kostaki, you ever spend any time with Shaquille O'Neal? No, no, but I like him from a distance. I haven't either. I've never met him, but <laughs> I sure funny. do like him. You want to feel short. Kostaki, who's the most like famous athlete or celebrity that you've spent time with? I mean, you know, I've worked with all the big comics eventually. Dave Chappelle and, I, you know, I've hung with Jeff Foxworthy. I did a thing with him. You guys just talked to him. Yeah, um, he was terrific. All those characters. Uh, Ray Romano and... Mm-hmm. I talked to George Carlin on the phone one time. Oh, cool. God, what a legendary man that guy was. <laughs> Jumbo Shrimp. Well, I think there's a reason <laughs> that there are few, if any, athletes slash comedians. Because the two skill sets don't really, uh, you know, they don't overlap. What are you saying about Kostaki's <laughs> athletic ability? I'm more talking about <laughs> athletes' verbal ability. Oh, the verbal ability. Mm, yeah, sometimes not, it's not lacking. Not so great. <laughs> sometimes yeah. it is lacking. Yeah, can be. <laughs> but yes, comedians don't tend to be the most athletic. Be you too much, <laughs> too much time doing your sets. You can't uh, tend to not be the most athletic. Might be the nicest way to put comedians' <laughs> athletic ability. Yeah, <laughs> I never, I've never really thought about that. But yeah, when I think comedian, like think of every famous comedian, how many of them are like in really good shape? 
Not a ton. No. And yeah, there's none that I would even like. Andrew Schultz, I think, was probably the best athlete for a comedian because he was actually like a semi-pro basketball player. Was he? Yeah. Huh. Who was Andrew Schultz? I didn't know. Andrew that. Schultz doesn't sound like a semi-pro basketball. No, player. no. <laughs> he was a white guy, so he didn't make it all the way to the oh, the finish line. Oh, so he was wow. a white guy. Yeah, I can't, I can't be racist. Inferior. Wow. Oh, that's right. Black wow. people wow. can't be racist. I'm taking full advantage of this. I forgot. I forgot. He sounds <laughs> even more white based on the name. Yes. <laughs> What's it called, Andrew? Andrew Schultz. He's Andrew German Schultz. and Irish, so yep. yeah. That's... Yeah, he's out on his big infamous tour right now. He's oh. like selling out theaters all over the place. Really? Yep. I don't hmm. know. Why do I not know who that is? He's been. I want to say he's been on your show with I'm you. Sure. Probably yeah. has. I'm Let's sure find out. Maybe we knew him when. Yeah, he definitely. Because <laughs> I remember when he came to the House of Comedy, he was just kind of just on his way up, oh, okay. and then he had a podcast that blew up, and oh. now he's oh. flying private jets. And oh. Going there he is. Did he give us any credit? Huh? <laughs> we had him on. We were there. He, we had him on in 2015. Yep. Oh. Episode 796. If you want to. Was he funny? I, oh yeah, he's hilarious. <laughs> didn't put that in the description. Funny slash not funny. This guy was really funny. That's a good plan. This no guy Kostaki, not so funny. Though. He's no Kostaki economist. Oh, you were on for that episode. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, look at that. Well, Apparently, we talked what? about. Going to heaven and getting 72 virgins. What? So, <laughs> that was the topic of the day, I guess. Kevin, you ever going to let this go with the 72 virgins? <laughs> no. I was it's all you talk about. It's all you ever bring up. I mean, my And God, why 72? I know, but it's like 72 virgins and like forever. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not enough time. virgins. <laughs> yeah. All right, Kostaki is on the phone with us here, ladies and gentlemen. I'd like to turn it over to him if I could. We're doing a set. We don't have time for him. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So, Kostaki, what's happening with you, man? Well, it's a good week for Georgia sports. Uh, the Braves are in the World Series. The Bulldogs are number one. And the Falcons are 500, huh? Hey. That means they would make the playoffs today if the, if the season ended today. Is that the cutoff? The Is you've got to be even? Is that right? Ish. I guess it, it depends how it breaks down. Division I suppose, yeah. yeah. Ish. But what, even close. in Minnesota? Nobody <laughs> ish, says ish yeah. if they're not from Minnesota. <laughs> no, Georgians are happy. Georgia hasn't been this excited since the three-fifths compromise. There's a race joke for you. Oh, my <laughs> God. The three-fifths compromise. The three <laughs> Kevin, three-fifths of a human being. Yeah, that seems like a, seems like a nice way to chop things up and compromise. Yeah, really good. Kevin seems uh, very happy with Sunday, that. Sunday, <laughs> we had a lot of blowouts in the football game, in the football world. We had so many blowouts, it was like a hair salon in the 80s. That's, that's a lot you. of blowouts. Thank you very much. Great to be here. <laughs> a blowout sounds like a sex protest. Uh, uh, it's bad news at home. My wife's on a blowout. You know, She, she might be unionizing. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. We had some upsets. (laughs) Wow. Wow. (laughs) We had a few upsets. I haven't been this shocked since the last time I got an email from John Gruden. It's it's upsetting. How's he doing? He's, uh, yes, he's he's not good. Did he call you a yogurt runner? He's not peaking. Yeah, are you a yogurt runner? That's what I want to know. Uh, a lot of these NFL games were not close, man. Uh, Britney Spears and her dad were closer. Oh, oh God. Mm, not not. Yeah. yeah, John Gruden and Michael Sam. It's, uh, these games were not close. The, the Clintons' marriage was closer. Holy cow. Michael Strahan's teeth are closer together than some of these scores. That, he's got Aaron Rodgers and 
<laughs> Michael Strand's teeth, everybody. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Letterman and Leno are closer. The, the, oh. the Lions and the Super Bowl are closer together than some of these Oh, outcomes. that's even colder. That's what I'm saying. All right, big news. Tom Brady, first one to 600 touchdown passes. That is amazing stat. 600. That is amazing. Okay. Well, yeah, but it's averaged it's out the, over 70 years. So 70, yeah. yeah. 70 that's years. That's right. It's literally twice as many as John Elway has. Wow. Oh, my God. Put it in context. It's amazing. Uh, the record for unwanted passes, still Deshaun Watson. <laughs> Whoa, there you go. See, what, that's a sexual joke, kids. If you want to know how famous John Elway is, I've heard of him. <laughs> yeah, Andy's actually heard of John Elway. Well, that's that right. Then he's super Can't get more famous than that as a <laughs> horn tootin'. As an that's athlete. a good measure. We should have an Andy's Q score kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If Andy knows who he is in sports, like, oh, that guy's big time. Uh, Tom Brady thanked all of his teammates, past and present, after throwing the 600th touchdown. Uh, he should have thanked the Bears' secondary or the Bears' owner, Aaron Rodgers. You know, apparently he owns the Bears. Oh, if you heard yeah, he does own the Bears, no doubt about that. <laughs> so after the 600 touchdown pass, Mike Evans, who caught it, gave the ball to somebody in the crowd. And then they had to go ask for it back, uh, giving something away and then taking it back. That's called being a Washington football team giver. Uh, How long do you work the, on that joke, man? That's the new term. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Tom Brady's doing all right for himself. Not only does he make millions, this guy, but he has a place to live rent-free in Belichick's head. So that's, Oh, you know. I like that reference. What, Tom Brady, he's not. He said he's not sure what the future holds. Doesn't he try to kill Sarah Connor? Isn't that what happens next? Oh, that's this, right. This robot of a human. Uh, the Chiefs look so bad this weekend. You think it was a Super Bowl or something? Goodness gracious! What happened? I don't know what happened. I, just, I haven't figured out what's going on with them. They're they're three and four. They're right. not good. No, they're not good at all. What the hell happened to that no. team? No, it Maybe like it wasn't much. the Chiefs. Maybe it was the Jaguars mm. dressed up for a Halloween party or something. Yeah, it could be. What were you going to say, Devin? Oh, no, I say it feels like they're playing too much hero ball right now. Like Patrick yeah. Mahomes, he's trying to win it all in one play right yeah, now. Yeah, that's true. Take what's there. That's true. Their defense is bad. Their defense is so bad, they have to pay the Falcons a commission. See, that's, that's a bad defense. <laughs> oh, that's a personal thing. That came right from the heart. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes played so badly, his brother Jackson was embarrassed. You see, look, that's a kid who's very embarrassing. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, he has good to explain his jokes. Uh, did his brother just like tweet something out? When you just out? plow through yeah. the end of the joke and explain it, that's always yeah. a good sign. Yeah. That yes. You've really yes. landed on a beautiful, beautiful <laughs> joke. Congress now wants info from the Washington football team investigation. Finally, an answer to how could this cluster F get any worse? Add Congress. Oh, okay. yeah. God, yes. Uh, Congress, a congressman said he fears John Gruden's email emails are the tip of the iceberg. I think an iceberg is a good metaphor for racism, right? It's vast, it's mostly hidden, and it's shrinking, but glacially, right? Barely. See? Very profound. It's it's shrinking very slowly. Uh, This is hard to say with a straight face, but I think the Lions might be the best 0-7 team in NFL history. (laughs) (laughs) Well... They've been really close over and over and over again. They're the team that lost to the longest field goal of all time, the last second of the game. They keep climbing up and doing, you know. They had a surprise onside kick this week, two fake punts they pulled off, 
and they've been faking relevance for 50 years, <laughs> this team, this, the, the Lions. How long till the Lions decide to switch from football to squid game? At least <laughs> one of them would win. I just don't get that show. Everybody loves it. I don't get it. It's Did you watch it? What's there to get? It's lame as hell. You watched one episode. Yet. You went in with a bad attitude. I did True. not go in with a bad attitude. It's the lame I did as not. hell. Yes, you did. I did not. <laughs> <laughs> Last night we had a rainy game. Goodness, it was messy. That that game had more. This one's for you, Catherine. That game had more slippery balls than baby oil night at Andy Dick's house. Oh, oh man. wow! Well, wow! You just goes got a lot of stuff in there. Right in the deep end. <laughs> got to say balls and dick in the same sentence. Yeah, yeah. well oh, done. Oh, oh, it's gosh. the man's name. That's not even my doing. Yeah, I can't help nice. it. Just. <laughs> That's slippery. Yeah, it's very slippery. That's you get the picture. Dan Orlovsky said the Browns are the most disappointing team in football. Chiefs fans would like a word. Oh, the Chiefs are so good. They're so bad. I don't understand. They are. They're not good. Um, Isn't every third down for the Cardinals third and short with that quarterback? Isn't it? Mossy. And let's close on this little chunk. Uh, the Washington football team uh, has a new kicker. Do you guys see this guy's name? Just signed him this week. Their kicker's name, Chris Blewett. Oh. No, thank you. No, thank you. Yeah, that's a curse if I've ever heard the one. Pre-written jokes yeah. right there. So I asked the peanut gallery at all pro lines, what's a worse name for a kicker? These are some of their suggestions. Uh, Willie Make It. Willie, I like it. <laughs> love it. Wade Wright. Uh, <laughs> Way or Wade, either one. Uh, Windshear, uh, Jimbo Double Doink, uh, Blair Walsh. <laughs> oh. oh, that's cold. Wow. Shot right that at the hurt. Vikings. That hurt, that hurt us. Shank Way Left. That's a tough name for the kicker. Oh, God. And they pointed this out. There's an actual kicker. They sent me a picture. A couple people sent me a picture of the uh, of this game. There was a kicker for the Kentucky. His name was Chance Poor. <laughs> no. Chance Poor. Chance Poor plays kicker for the Kentucky Wildcats. Not good. That's all we have to not say. Good. God. <laughs> so next to, next week, I guess we'll be back to writing uh, Vikings jokes. They had a bye this mm-hmm. week, so you guys were off the hook. Well, go after them all you want. Works for me. And the sun was shining. I expect them to be back. And I'll try to write some more Andy Dick comedy for you guys. <laughs> yeah, if you possibly could, that would really help me out immensely. I know that. That would be yeah. just great if we could do it. will talk. Now, you're coming to town next week. Oh, that's right. Let's do the plug. Uh, Thursday night, I believe it's November 4th. I'm a part of Acme's 30-year uh, anniversary uh, celebratory weekend. Mm-hmm. They're doing five shows. Everyone is totally different. Each one has four headliners doing 20-something minutes. It's going to be awesome. If you've, uh, if you've been holding out and thinking about going to a show, this, this is the weekend. Pick one or two or three or four or five of these. You, you won't go wrong. The lineups are amazing. And he wanted me to be there at Sunday night to take part in it because he gives me a lot of credit for you know, promoting comedy and all that. It's my birthday. So one night, one it's night your I birthday. Can't. Well, you can come, come, you come for a little while. Sunday night's not the show; it's the it's the party for the comics and, yeah, the, know, char- yeah. and the characters. So, 
Swing by and say hi. Take a picture with us. We'll have some. We'll eat some cake with you. That's what I want to do. Is hang out with a bunch of drunk comedians. What a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> Could be great worse. Plan. <laughs> it is a tough sell. I hear you. <laughs> okay. Well, no. I. You know. I got. I would love to be there because Lewis has always been great to me, and it's been. It's been a nice deal. It has. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll yeah, see yeah. if I can get over there. What? You know what time it starts? I don't off the top of my head, but I do have an invite somewhere in an e- email. I could uh, I could forward it to you. At eleven p. Well, you're not going to be there. You're not going to stay here for four days. I'm gonna I'm gonna come Thursday, uh, do my jokes, do some drinking with the comics that night. Uh, then Friday, Saturday, I'm working in Wisconsin, so I'm renting a car and driving away for a couple of days, and then I'm going to come back Sunday for the party. Oh, you are? Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I don't want to miss that. I that's, come the whole, the party that's the key to the whole operation. Catherine and I will come by the party, what, about a half hour or so, Catherine? We do Although, I, I do wish I could see those shows. Jake Johansson and David Crow and yeah. Chad Daniels. I mean, the lineups are crazy good. A lot of really good stuff, no doubt about it. All right, Palomino, behave. Thanks, guys. Talk Bye. soon. Kostaki Economopolis, ladies and gentlemen. What? Jude's like, is the uh-huh. show over? Yeah, he's, re- no, he's ready. ready. Oh, Jude, we got another eight minutes. <laughs> Calm down. Relax. Um, oh, my God. This I, this is hard to believe this actually happened. i got to put my glasses on to make sure that I got all this right. The captain of a New Jersey high school soccer team says he hasn't been back to school since an upsetting incident last week. Senior Muhammad Zubi, 17, said he was in math class at Ridgeville High School on Tuesday, Ridgeville, uh, Ridgefield, New Jersey. He was in class, math class on Tuesday, and asked a question about an assignment when he was taken aback by the teacher's clearly audible response to his query, uh... The teacher responded to his question by saying, we don't negotiate with terrorists. What? What? Well, he could have just been trying to be funny and not realized well, who he was talking to. That is. Uh, Muhammad, uh. who's Arabic and Muslim, tells WABC he was in shock to hear that response, especially as some of his classmates started to laugh about it. I turned around and asked my friend, did he really just say that? And she said, yes, Muhammad says. A classmate backs up Muhammad's allegation, noting that most of the class was similarly in shock. Muhammad says he hasn't gotten back to school since, says now he's really uncomfortable. I don't see, I want to see anyone. Oh, wow, a teenager refusing to go to school? Whoa, he must boy. be really traumatized. That must really hurt well, deeply. Well, the teacher's just going to lose their job, and that's... Yeah. Yep, that's that. See you later, teacher. The New Jersey chapter of the Council on American Islamic Relations is demanding that the action be taken. This type of insensitive language by an authority figure is unacceptable because it perpetuates yeah, stereotypes of Arabs and Muslims. Why bad. would you say that to a 17-year-old kid? I just don't get it. I can totally see a teacher saying that to a student just to be funny, just like a random right. student. Like, oh, and like, so like, from when I was in high school, like, I would make, like, all, like, racist comments, like, to the, like, accusing the teachers, like, they'd be like, oh, like, you people type of thing. I'd be like, oh, what do you mean, you people? Or, like, they'd be like, Tevin, can you go do this? But like, oh, is it because I'm black? And then stand up and go turn the lights off type of thing. And so if it's, like, that relationship where the teacher was like, oh, oh. like, we have, like, a back and forth, yeah. maybe he just, he or she then took it too far, but... Yeah, that yeah, could be. I don't get it. Though. Don't think you can be too careful as a teacher no. saying anything Especially to anybody anymore. Especially now they all anymore. have cell phones. No. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No. But why would you say it? I don't get it. Even if you meant mm. it as a hu- as a joke, why would you say that? I think people should be yeah. allowed to, you know, be funny. But it's not funny, right? And it's not like the teacher's job to be a comedian. 
Well, and it, if they said it because they think that they had some, you know. Some rapport. Mm -hmm. Yeah, with the kid, and it fell flat, you apologize right there and then. Because yeah. you can tell that somebody's not laughing at your joke and mm -hmm. is offended. I don't know. I don't know. People what are just... Saying, yeah. well, you're offended? Why don't you go on a magic carpet ride then? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> What do you, I, I don't get the humor there. I don't know. I don't understand why he thought that would be funny. I don't know. But he's clearly going to just lose his job, and that's the end of it. So. Yeah, and we'll, I wonder what the question was. I don't know. What's the deal with Tevin Pittman? Right, yeah. Is that the question? Because like, if it was like... <laughs> he goes, I don't know. it's a math class, like you're, are you asking for like a question, like, hey, how do you do this equation? Type of thing, or like what, like what negotiation process? I have a feeling was it was, yeah, it was like, something about his homework. Was in, right. It was probably about yeah. something yeah. about his homework. I would guess. You like, think so? Like I want to turn it in right. two I days late, late. Yeah. and then she said, or he said something like that, thinking mm -hmm. it was maybe funny. I don't know. Who knows? Taken out of context, it could, you know, you could pick yeah. it apart to yes, death you until you know what's act what actually happened. Maybe we have Mike Bryant on the phone. Who? Michael huh. Bryant. What do you want there, Muhammad? What, what do you mean? What do you mean, who? Kevin <laughs> <laughs> goes, who? Who is it? So what's happening, Pally? I'm just working away and 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 got away for a chance to call. So I was just calling in to see how are things going today. Things are really good. We had a, a couple of great guests. Well, Kostaki's always a great We had a lawyer slash magician. Which... Yeah, a, a magician yeah. lawyer. <laughs> we did. Well, he's a former up. lawyer. He's not magician, a lawyer then lawyer, yeah. then back to magician. Yes, exactly. Did you guys see that mask that Thomas got me that said, um, I'm only a lawyer, I'm not a magician? So this guy actually is a magician. Oh, my so God. Hire that is. guy. <laughs> Yeah, that's the answer. Hire the magician. I have had I have had lawyers who were magicians because my money disappeared at a very alarming rate. <laughs> yeah. I will tell you that. Uh, yeah. No. Yep. Mm -hmm. So what's happening on your end? The, we can rewrite the Klaus Van Bulow story where instead of what she said, she can say, "Get the magician." Absolutely. So, so what's happening mm -hmm. on your end, pal? Well, nothing, nothing big. I mean, you know, we talked about uh, last week. We talked about Norgan and sentencing. The judge went as high as she could, or as how she, as high as she thought she could. Um, other than that, there really has been a lot. Chauvin got denied. Chauvin, the police officer Chauvin got uh, got denied a public defender, which was kind of interesting because where was his income coming on from in there? Um, but other than that, oh, and then I don't know if you saw today, there was a whole giant story about how the professional board at the lawyers is, is apparently in turmoil. So that was Why? quite the interesting Why? story. Why is it in turmoil? Um, well, <laughs> it depends on who you ask. The person in charge claims that it is, you know, bad people working for her, and the people who left claim that because she was too tough of a boss. So I don't know. It depends on whose story it is. Um, there was a recommendation that the head person not be or not get two more years on her contract, and the Supreme Court said not enough evidence, and they went ahead and gave her two more years. So I don't know, a lot of turmoil over there. I guess so. Is there a lot? Of, is this is a lot of mm -hmm. turmoil in the world. My God, everybody hates oh. everybody right now. <laughs> there is a lot of turmoil. There is a level of hate that's just—it's weird. Yeah, I don't get it. Well, Michael, why do you think it is that some people can go from I believe what I believe, and if you disagree with me, I hate you? Um, how do you get from one place to another so quickly? 
Well, I'll, I'll give you an answer, but if you don't agree, then I'll punch you. Um, oh, no. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> I think we found the answer. Yeah, exactly. No, I, I don't know why we got to that level. You know, for lo- so many years, you know, we'd have people that disagree, but they were they got along. I mean, you know, there were people that fought, but you know, could could make up for it and understood. I I think so few people look towards the long term thing. You know, they want to burn the bridge and you know kill all the villagers today versus realizing that right. you know next week you may need the villagers and you may need the bridge. You know, but um, it's 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 a level of craziness I don't get. I don't think anybody gets it. It's getting really old, though. Everybody just hates everybody. It's like, would you calm down, for God's sake? Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Um, you know, it's just it, it. It seems to permeate so many things um, that that we see out there that that people just I don't know have gone to this level. I mean, you see, you know, I don't know. If there was a story today about I think it's the baristas from Starbucks or Caribou, one or the other. We're just begging people to just calm down because they said they're short-staffed and people are angry because it takes so long, but it's like, this is the best I can do. What are they supposed to do? They're short-staffed. Well, most of them them have cut their hours like crazy because they can't find enough people to work. Right. Yep. Yeah, the diner next door to our office isn't open on Mondays now because they can't, they don't have enough cooks. No. Good God. Yeah, the uh, barbecue yeah. place near my house has been shut down for like two months. They just can't find a cook. So they haven't reopened it? Nope. Okay. I even now, asked. Now, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, now we've reached craziness of barbecue places are closing down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. All right, We can man. live without the rest. Are you going to make it in next Monday or are you just going to be a stiff again? I will. No, no. Today was just a special day that I had to do a number of things that kept me in St. Cloud all day. So I miss it. That's right. why I want to call in quick. How was Kostaki today? He was great. Rare form. Rare, Rare form. form. Rare form. Nope. He, yeah, he, he had a Falcons win. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I know. He didn't glow too hard. He had a uh, baby oil, Andy Dick, sweaty balls, slippery balls yeah. joke. Yeah, he, he did. did. That Catherine yeah. really loved. Yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah. Wow, classic Kostaki. <laughs> I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to listen to that one. <laughs> yeah, that is that go. is quite the extensive joke. Huh. One of his better. <laughs> oh my God! A shot. <laughs> a shot. So it's. Is Alex looking at her phone, or is she not there today? She's not here. She said she doesn't feel well. Oh, oh well, that's too bad. I think that's she's resting bad. up at home because she's got a, it's got a lot, very stressful week coming up on uh, Breakers Beach. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to Breakers? They're here. I don't oh, know. Boy. I'll be here. She I'll go chill. see your buddy? Go see my buddy? No, is she going to see her buddy? Which buddy? Sly. Isn't Sly down there? Oh, that's right. That's, oh right. that's Sly right. Sly will be there. Yeah. Stallone I think she's staying in their guest house. <laughs> yeah, I think she is. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, she'll be down there hanging around Sly <laughs> Stallone. <laughs> All right, we got to go, man. We'll talk to you later, Michael. Take care. Bye. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow with the family.